Now, we know that yesterday's announcement, it, uh, it had been, well, we'd all been wondering exactly when it was going to happen and what it would see. Joining me on the line right now is Michael Little, who is a councillor in Alice Springs and also an Indigenous leader. Good morning to you, Michael. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, really good. Great to have you on the show again. Um, Michael, what yeah. was your reaction to yesterday's announcement? Well, I just listened to Billy, what you're going to talking about on the radio then. What's interesting is kids are breaking into schools, but they're not attending schools. So yep. they all tie together with these um, uh, statements and the release of these uh, restrictions that are kind of coming in and I think it's a it's a really good turning point that didn't have to happen it just where we're at now should not have happened had the anti-government had put in place something before the restrictions were lifted and we're in this position because of that Michael I'm going to be really we've got to retract all our steps and do the hard work again. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to be really blunt here. I mean, are you pissed yeah. off that it got to that point? Are you are you annoyed that it got to the point where, you know, where the government was seemingly dragged kicking and screaming before they, you know, before they sort of announced these restrictions would go back into place when you and other strong Indigenous leaders in the community had been saying for a long time that there needed to be some action? Oh, it was a big vote collecting. And it was uh, to get the Aboriginal people on side, OK, we're going to lift these restrictions and open slatter. But there was no information getting getting to the people, the communities, about what's going to happen regarding alcohol. Mm -hmm. Now, there's one community here that's missing out, and that's Alice Springs community, because this is the place where people come and get the alcohol. So these people's voices... Have, haven't been heard about all these restrictions and the best way to go forward, you know? Yeah. Michael, do the restrictions that have now been put in place or which are set to be put in place by the Northern Territory Government that they announced yesterday, do you feel as though they go far enough? Well, it's a start. And, and, and places like Tungandjira, they're on notice now. Organisations are on notice. And especially them, because they are the more or less the managers of the town camps. And uh, a majority of people that come in from communities spend and reside on town camps. And that's where the most, the most uh, domestic violences, assaults and all the other bad behaviours start happening and begin to happen. Michael, we know as well that the federal government have announced as, as part of the announcement yesterday a significant amount of funding, $250 million. Are you confident that that's going to help with the issues of domestic violence and also, you know, the issues that we're seeing, like you touched on right at the start, of kids not going to school? Yeah, well, it, goes, it reverts back to that there's many service providers in Alice Springs and... And looking at the circumstances and and the uh, and the issues happening, well, they've all failed. So they're all on notice. All these service providers, they're all on notice. I mean, you got a service provider from everything from tiny shoelace to wiping a bum. So they're all on notice about doing something. But what's got to be more effective? We can do the physical things, 
but it's the brain work that has to be done. The listening, mm. engaging in the conversation about good behaviour, bad behaviour. What's acceptable, what's inappropriate, appropriate, living in a municipal town of Alice Springs. And Catherine and Ten Creek yep. and Down. The whole territory is under this problem because of ineffective services that happened back here. And we're trying to drag it up to happen tomorrow. It's almost impossible. Mm. Michael, is you know, do you feel as though at the moment, by the sounds of it, like you've said, uh, you know that that those service providers, realistically, they are on notice. You know, they need to be uh, be delivering. They need to make sure that they are delivering the services that they're you know that they're funded to do, and they need to make sure that there are results. Do you feel like, based on the announcement that was made yesterday, do you feel as though that two hundred and fifty million dollars is going to go into the right areas? Well, uh, I can't really say that. And uh, like I say, that mm. the, the the worker has to start tying his bootlaces up and doing a lot more walking and talking and uh, and uh, engaging with the client. And I, I do think that we fail in that area where we only work 45% of our capacity. We need to lift it over 50% because... These issues that uh, we're dealing with, they you pull one string and another string pops up. And sooner or later, you're at renal mm. through all these troubles. You know, it's so much issues and it's so complex, the life of an Aboriginal person. Michael, in terms of the kids that we're seeing out on the streets, I mean, has that calmed down at all over the last couple of days? And do you think that we're going to see kids re-engage, going back to school? I mean, it's not going to change overnight, but do you think that these announcements are going to go some of the way? Yeah, in time, we just hope that they can. Uh, mm. One thing that is missing from this whole movie theatre is the man. Where is the man? And I ask this question, where are the men, the fathers of these children? Where are they? Well... 87% of the answer, 90% will tell me they're in jail or they're in the pub or they're drunk somewhere. So, you know, it's very sad what's happening. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Michael, I really appreciate your time. I always do, and I appreciate your insight. Mate, I want to ask you, do you still, like, do you feel as though there is hope for Alice Springs and things turning around? Well, look, uh, Alice Springs, Tennant, Catherine, and now Darwin, they're all having the same issues with inequality in in levels of education and around purpose and structures. Mm. The haves and the haves not. So if I haven't, I don't know any other boundary but except to pinch it or to hurt someone or do something that's inappropriate by the way that rules and appropriateness of behaviours and respecting people are carried out. So um, I think that, you know, we've got to live on hope and we've got mm. to maintain a good, effective way of 
looking after our fellow worker because the worker is under pressure here because we have to now deliver more people, more more outcomes, more mm. KPIs for our supervisors. So we're under immense pressure, to, but we also have a have a life, and we also have a family life. Mm. And if it's if it if it's an Aboriginal life like I have, yep. it's even more complex because we can't just switch the light switch off at four twenty one. Our life still continues as an Aboriginal man. Mm. Yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah. And, uh, Michael, yeah. what do you think? Everyone's got to look after each other. Absolutely, yeah. I, yeah, I 100% agree with you, whether you're in Alice, whether you're in Catherine, no matter where you are. Michael, what do you yeah. think about, you know, the broader discussion that's happening around Australia at the moment with The Voice? And, um, you know, there's been a lot said about The Voice and I guess the situation in Alice Springs has really then been brought into the discussion and people saying, well, how can we expect that Aboriginal people are going to be listened to if they weren't being listened to in Alice Springs around the alcohol restrictions and around what's going on in Alice. Yeah, well, the the voice, uh, my and uh, there's some wonderful people working on it, mm. and uh, I've spoken to a lot of those people, and uh, they're fine. They're, I trust them with the direction that they're taking this um, this idea of the voice in Parliament. Yeah. And uh, I wish them well, but uh, I'm not going to stand up in the front row and scream out for it because I've I got some other hard work to do and it requires getting on the ground and doing the footwork. And and uh, I trust them people who can understand the complexities of the voice yeah. will work out better for people like me in my conversations towards and uh, working towards Aboriginal people to become more effective. Mm. Michael Little, like I said earlier, I always appreciate your time, mate. Um, I really appreciate you having a chat with me this morning and also, you know, for the leadership that you've shown over recent months out of Alice Springs. Sometimes, you know, I know that it's probably been hard to have that really strong opinion that you've had. Um, But, uh, look, I I appreciate that leadership that you've shown and for chatting with me this morning. Uh, Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. Thanks, mate. We'll talk again soon. See ya.